if, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I want to go travel, I want to do this, do it. Just, just do it. Do it! <laughs> What did cup? <laughs> Crazy. A few months ago, actually, someone sent me a link and it was like, yo, you gotta check out this guy. He's vlogging in Chiang Mai and he's the next up. He's the next up travel vlogger. And it was this guy, <laughs> the one and only Steve Yalo. You guys probably have seen his vlogs, awesome stuff, drone, dope cinematography, drones flying everywhere. So Here we are. Here we are. This is our first time meeting, so I wanted to pick his brain about his story a little bit, maybe get some video tips and stuff, and also introduce my channel to his channel, because if you like stuff over here, you probably like stuff over there. So first of all, where are you from, man, and how did you just find yourself out here in Southeast Asia? How long have you been out here, and how did you start YouTubing, and yeah, what's your background? So, uh, originally from Long Island, New York, I grew up there pretty much my whole Island, yep. Yeah. Grew up there, spent you know, after after high school I went to a local community college and kinda worked my ass off for two years just staying at home. I worked for a local DJ company actually. Oh like a little entertainment business. Nice. And then uh, from there I transferred to the University of Central Florida. Okay. In Orlando. Yep. And spent a couple years there, and while I was growing up, I've always been interested in videography. I've always been making some type of videos, whether it be you know, home videos to show my family or just yeah. little videos. And then yeah. I got a GoPro when I was maybe like 19, and I, I started going to music festivals like EDC, yeah. it was like my jam. So I would go with my friends, take my GoPro, and make you know, make a little video recap of the event and exactly. just show my friends and just a, just a good memory. If, yeah. if anything, you know, just having some memories exactly. recorded. Exactly. Um, so that was just something I've always been interested on, just a, a hobby level, a very amateur level. And things started getting serious with college, so it was coming toward the end of my university career. And I was living in Orlando and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I was studying marketing and I switched to studying communications, so I ended up studying advertising and I got a couple internships. I think by my second or third internship, I think it was my third internship actually, uh, by the end of it they offered me a full-time job and I actually haven't even, I didn't even get a degree yet. I was, oh, I was still in college. Still in college. I was a senior in college, not even graduated. And I, of course I accepted the offer to work full-time. Someone offers you a career, basically, and ah. I took it and started working before, like I said, before I even graduated. Ah. So that kind of slowed down me taking classes from going from like four or five classes to one class. Ah. And once I started working, I worked there for a total of almost a year, but about three months in, uh, I realized this wasn't for me. Going to an office every day, and three months. You made it three months. Okay, that's good. Three months in, yeah. realized, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do this for much longer. Yeah. Um, but knew in my head that I wanted to travel and I wanted to make a big change. I was actually working. The type of marketing I was doing was influencer marketing. So if you're, if you're not familiar with that, basically, utilizing 
popular or influential people on social media to help promote for brands. So I was doing the sales part of it. It was not very interesting for me, the side I was on. So I decided to try and switch and do my best at becoming an influencer myself and give it a shot. Like I, I'm 24, I realized this when I was 23 and I just, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't just try. Exactly. Like, you might as well try to do the things you love because you can fail doing the things you don't love. So why, why not try? Ah, I was just gonna say that, <laughs> the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can fail at both things, so you might as well go for the thing that you love. Seriously. And I'm sure you feel the same way. If anything that like our videos can do for anyone, it's just, helping people realize that, that simple fact is just go for what you want. Do it. Just and, do it, bro. And it's, it's not, a, you know, saying just do it is, is sometimes hard for people to understand because it's not just like one action where you're just overnight gonna be doing the things you love. It's a, it's a process and for me, it took a while and I knew it would be a process so going back to where I was working, I knew in my mind that I was gonna quit. But I wanted to work hard because I'm not just someone, I don't know, I, I still worked hard at the job I was doing because I wanted to make as much money as possible. And it was a sales job, so there was a commission involved, so. Yeah. But I worked for about another eight months just saving everything I earned and I yeah. completely switched my mindset. Yeah. I stopped spending money on things I didn't need. I stopped doing things that like I, I kind of stopped partying a lot. I didn't do. I didn't go out to restaurants. I cooked a lot of my meals myself, just because I knew, you know, if I sacrifice a little bit now, it'll help me travel because that's what I'm really interested in, and that's that's what I did. So, you know, I I decided to leave my job. Wow. I, I sold pretty much everything I owned. All my physical possessions now fit in my backpack. So you know, living that. Yes. No, I got I got a bigger got a okay. bigger backpack. This yeah. is my this is my day pack, which attaches yeah, yeah. This attaches to the bigger bag. Just checking, just checking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be really small, not that minimalistic. Um, but yeah, I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand, and I've been traveling for just about eight months now, Ooh. and making videos on not 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 so daily, but on the weekly, just. Showing people what it's like to live a life that, for me, is more exciting because that's really what I'm chasing—just a more exciting lifestyle. Exactly. Like the four-hour work week says, we should focus, think about what excites us, and go after that because the excitement will bring us happiness. You know, when we say, when someone asks you, "Oh, what do you want to do with with your life?" Oh, I just want to be happy. The 4-Hour Workweek, it argues, what you really mean is you want an exciting life. So you should always focus on going towards the things that excite you. And uh, by the way, if you're a beginner, like I regurgitate in every video, the 4-Hour Workweek is uh, like a travel mindset. Great place to start if you have travel dreams. And business dreams. And anything, if you want to be your own boss, if you want to be an entrepreneur, great place to start. Um, did that book come into your life at any uh, point? Yeah, actually, while I was working that marketing job is wow, when I okay. found the four-hour work week. Okay, so oh, there you go. I read that book, and I actually brought it with me traveling, but I had the hardcover, so I ended up ditching that after not too long of traveling, because 
bringing a hardcover book with you when you have very limited space is not ideal for travel. Yeah, I personally, I'm an audiobook guy. Yeah. Link in the description where you can find that. So yeah, that's I, I prefer audiobooks too. Yeah. Uh, cool. So yeah, there you go. I almost didn't even have to ask. Did the four-hour work week influence you at all? But yeah, it basically is just gonna open your mindset. To, oh, uh, a lot of people have businesses where they can work from anywhere. The internet can really help you live a better lifestyle, a more balanced life. So it's all about using the power of the internet to help you live a more balanced life. So your YouTube channel, did you, let's get into that for a second. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you start like from scratch and uh, did you have any, did you have, did you have any goals or yeah, what's your channel like for people that don't know? So my channel right now is all about travel. Um, I'm still figuring out what kind of content works. I've been sharing a lot of daily vlogs. I haven't been posting daily, but it's mostly just a video about my day and I just share whatever is going on that day. I, I don't film every day, usually just the things that I think are exciting yeah. because there are a lot of days where I'm just sitting on a laptop and working, so yeah. I'm not gonna just put a time lapse of me doing this. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to go on a lot of adventures. I really, I love to dive into new cultures. I love to meet new people and interact with locals. That's one of my favorite things to do. And just going on spontaneous adventures, even just, just walking around a city is fun. Exactly, man, exactly. That's why you guys, you guys need to be out here. And of course, a lot of people, like in college, even in high school, have like, I was the same way and you were the same way. I, like, I knew I wanted to travel at some point in my life. It's just like, all right, when is that gonna actually happen? And most people, they just put it off. Yeah, it'll happen one day, it'll happen one day. The crazy part about this generation is there are so many careers that you can travel and work at the same time. You wanna call it digital nomadism? All right, you wanna call it remote work, you wanna call it freelancing, you wanna call it independent hustling. You want to call it remote career and it doesn't even have to be your own business you can work for many companies like really a lot of bigger companies too are allowing employees to have completely work remote work agreements and if you are a person that does have a job and you're wondering how you can negotiate a remote work agreement there's a chapter in the four hour work week about some tips on how to talk to your boss to negotiate that stuff uh, so yeah I actually, so when I first started traveling, I wasn't really working that much. I was just focused on making videos because ideally what I would like to do is make videos full time, whether it be for YouTube or aside from YouTube, videography is, is my passion. So that's, that's really why I came travel. It's one of the big reasons I came traveling is because I want to learn videography better so you know YouTube is, is one avenue where I want to share videos but also you know working with brands because everybody likes videos and people yeah. will pay good money to make a video that showcases their brand in a good way or there's so many possibilities when it comes to videography I actually when I came here um, I met up with, I linked up with a DJ here in Thailand and I filmed, oh, another thing, if you have a certain skill or anything you can offer and you're just starting at it and you don't really know how to get out there, offer your service 
for free. That's that's what I do a lot, especially when I am trying to eventually make money doing it. Nice. So for example, here in Thailand, uh, I met up with a DJ and I filmed one of his sets in a nightclub, I made a video, I made it for free, and then I actually met up with him again. I made, so I essentially made two videos for him for free, he really enjoyed it, and then he connected me with someone else who paid me to make a video. So yep. that's how it starts. You, know, you, you have to get some experience somewhere and usually it really helps if you don't focus on the money at first because the money will come, get the experience, and that's it's just a, just the cycle. One on one, one on one stuff. ABCs. Yeah. You can do it, and even if you don't have a skill that you know, yeah, there's plenty of online uh, courses. This video is sponsored by Skillshare. You know, you <laughs> see all those like YouTube videos and stuff like that. This video might as well be sponsored by them. <laughs> but that Skillshare and a bunch of other Udemy and a bunch of other uh, great courses plus and all these uh, websites where you can learn uh, learn skills. You know, so yeah. So you are you are you doing online stuff now? Are you doing online business stuff now? You said you were working on your laptop. Yeah. Is that what are you working on? So, as I mentioned before, I was working for an influencer marketing company. So I learned a bit about influencer marketing. So now, through a website which you might have heard called Upwork. Upwork. Get on it now, guys. Great website. Great place to start. Yeah. yeah. There's infinite possibilities of work. You can kind of just pick which industry or service you think you can provide. And even if it's like writing, like you can yeah. write. Th there's so many yeah. things. Just I, go I, Upwork. I have a, for, for reference, I have a, a podcast with a guy named Brandon. We did it in Ho Chi Minh. And he got started copywriting yeah. on Upwork. And he's full-time digital nomad making a lot of money now, but that's how he got started. Yeah. This was like before it was even called Upwork, but yeah, it's, you can do a lot of things. Yeah. So I handle, right now I, I work with a brand and I handle their influencer marketing. So my job is to handle the communication between influencers, I source influencers, I try to find influencers for them, and yeah. I reach out to them and try to get them to post about their products. Damn, I should hire you. Shit. Yeah. What's your rate? <laughs> and I do that all from my laptop and since all I need is Wi-Fi, I can do it from anywhere as long as there's internet. Dope. So, uh, people ask me this all the time. Riley, how much did you save up before you quit your job? Um, I saved up uh, almost 10 grand. Me too. Uh, right around that level and I was like, my logic was, all right, that'll give me six months plus of living time in Chiang Mai. That's exactly what I was to, planning to, on to. Uh, like based on a thousand bucks a month uh, to base out in Southeast Asia, mainly Chiang Mai, which is the, the cheapest, so similar. Yeah, cool. And I actually spent way less than that. So I came out here with about 10 grand and I've made a little bit of money, but most of my energy has been focusing on just improving my videography skills because I think that is the investment I want to focus on. And then if I need to make money, I always, I know I, I'll always be able to find ways to make money. It's, I don't really want to stress about that. And I, I already have, it's, it's come through video work or online, online marketing stuff. Uh, but I've, I've been traveling on such a low budget it's crazy. it's incredible. I've been using couch surfing so much. Ooh. I even started working with couch surfing to make videos, and they pay me to make videos. So not only do I stay 
with people for free, I get paid to stay with people for free. <laughs> Total reverse. So, uh, <laughs> so okay, so before you came out to Southeast Asia, yeah. Did you were you already doing the Upwork uh, so stuff for I companies a, or no? I made a profile through Upwork and I looked into it. I, I registered, I, but I I didn't do any work before I started traveling. No. Yep. So he because so people ask me this all the time like should I have an online business set up before I quit and you know go for the trip or whatever buy the one way ticket whatever. Uh, I did it. I had actually I had a website up. It was a functional dropshipping store, but it was not making money. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna save up 10 grand, just make the two feet jump in and see if I can make it profitable in six months. Ended up switching to pivoting to Amazon after about three months and that ended up working for us. So like your original plan, you might have to pivot like a couple times to figure it out. But case in point, he didn't have any like passive income or online business website or whatever step, set up. He, you know, sometimes you do have to take that leap of faith. You know, just because it works for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for you. But people do it, so it's up to you. But there's plenty of opportunities, especially on Upwork. Yeah. Because uh, you jump right into that and you can make money to at least survive out here. Yeah. So and it's much cheaper to live out here. So what you're used to, if you're watching this and you're from anywhere in the Western world, Europe, America. Most places besides Southeast Asia, it's much less expensive to live out here. So, well, how much have you been spending per month? You know, like around? Because you've been down in the islands, which are a little bit more expensive. Yeah, I haven't been spending much time in the islands. I spent most of my time in. I spent a lot of time in Chiang Mai. Yeah, one of the cheapest places I've been. Um, I also, but for example, like when I went to Vietnam, and I ended up volunteering and working in a hostel for about six weeks. Oh, shit. So I spent almost no money mm. for six weeks. And I just, you know, tried to catch up on editing video. And in exchange for working in this hostel, I just, um, I received free accommodation and free food. I'm gonna wake up and work Are you working on any, like, new projects, starting your own, like, influencer marketing agency? Or what are some, uh, some things you're looking at or anything that you're, Working on, so, on, so really, ideas. yeah. What for me, my passion is videography. So ideally, that's where I want my income to come from. Right now, I do the influencer marketing stuff just to get me by. That's not where my passion lies. That's that's where my pocket gets filled. <laughs> I do that just just because I can. Um, but the ideal situation would be to figure out how to make money by making videos. And when I came out here, I. I didn't know how, but I gave myself actually the same time frame. I said six months of no income. And within that time, I'm sure I can figure out how to make an income doing the things I enjoy. And I have. Um, I've been working with resorts. I've been making videos for resorts. So again, what, going back to how I said offering your services for free, wow. I actually just stayed at three beautiful resorts in wow. Krabi, Thailand. Uh, I spent wow. two days at each. And I stayed there for free. And I just gave them, I made them a video. And it's not not video, well, they were interested in two things that I offered. One, promoting it through my YouTube channel. But I don't have a very big audience right now. So I also 
offered to make them a video that they can share on their social media sites and, and their website or whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I sent messages to maybe 50 resorts and one of them got back to me, so. Uh, okay, cool. Because I'm, I'm really curious about that. I've seen other, like, not even that big YouTube channels say, yeah, we're staying for free at this hotel. Yeah. So that's basically the method, send out 50 messages yeah. and you do basically list, all right, this is what I can provide. Yep. A short, shareable, uh, beautiful video of your hotel in exchange for like how many days do they give you for free? Uh, two. But I ended up, I hit the jackpot because I got into one resort and I had a really good connection and I think, you know, I'm very professional when I meet somebody and they, I think they, they like they like what I was doing, so they had a couple sister resorts. They actually have four resorts under their chain, and I went to after one. I went to the next one, and they liked that. They, they offered to send me to all four, but I only had time to go to one more. And so, did you end up having to post a video on your channel? Or I will. I will. I haven't yet because it's a little delayed. I'm not posting live right now, which I'm trying to catch up. Um, but I'll post a vlog, a video on my channel, and then a more kind of marketing video for yeah. them to post. Sweet, sweet, yeah. Uh, I gotta look into that. that yeah. be, if anyone knows anyone that knows anyone at a resort, wants me to do a little <laughs> vloggity vloggy. Yeah. Um, so are these are these like heavy drone videos around? Yeah, they're yeah. really interested in the drone footage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of them, like I said, a lot of them said no, a lot of them never replied, but you gotta take, you gotta put yourself out there because yeah. you'll never get what you don't ask for. So you gotta try and exactly swing the bat, swing the bat. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I was just asking this before. You said now you're going back home to visit. Yeah. So, so tonight. Yeah. Wow. Tonight. tonight. Okay. So is this your first time in Bangkok? No, I've been in Bangkok like four or five times oh, okay, passing cool. in and out. This is like the hub for anyone who comes to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Southeast Asia. Definitely. But um, tonight cool. I will be I'll be flying back to New York for the first time for the first time in almost a year actually because I lived in Florida before I came came out here. You're gonna be Casey Neistat around doing some, yeah, some NYC I'll, vloggies? Yeah, I don't, I don't live in my parents don't live in the city. They live in Long Island which is about two hours away from the city where I live. But I'll definitely be going to New York. I already have some plans to couch surf in New York City. Sick. And meet up with some other people who live in New York. If you live in New York or anyone you know is there, hit me up. I'd be happy to link up with you and create some content together. Yeah. Um, for people that don't know what couch surfing is, because yeah, even yeah. some of my friends don't know what couch surfing is. Yeah. Um, Fill you in. Yeah, what is it? So Couchsurfing is a website or a service. They also have a mobile app, which is Couchsurfing.com, right? Couchsurfing.com, yeah. Or download the mobile app. I, I pretty much use it on, on my phone. But it's a service that connects travelers with people that are willing to host them for free. So whether that be a local or someone who's living there, and you know, it's, it's very mutually beneficial for both sides because as a traveler, you get to stay with a local. So you get the local experience. That's, that's a major key, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite part of it. And yeah, you know, you, it's free, so you don't have to pay for accommodation, but don't, it's not to take advantage of the free part of it, it's to take advantage of getting to stay with someone who lives in that area. Because I also love staying in, in hostels. I, I really enjoy hostels myself because you meet other travelers, you meet other people. 
but it's so nice to stay with someone who lives in the area because they know what's around and they can give you advice and tips and you'll be able to see and do things that you would have never been able to experience if it wasn't for meeting these people so Absolutely. such a unique I totally uh, recommend that uh, it's like having a free tour guide almost because yeah. like when you're staying in a hotel you know you might ask the concierge like hey uh, where should we go around this area here you actually have a local and I actually think three years of living abroad having local friends is like such a major key and it's not always easy and it's not always easy to find especially local friends that you can click with blah 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 and with with couchsurfing do you usually like look at their profile and yes. see okay I might be friends with this person or like this person is my click or yeah for sure so, so yeah, with couchsurfing you you register a profile and you write all about me and for every person you interact with you can leave a reference so that's that's a major key right there because you can see what other people think about this person so whether it be from a traveler's perspective or a host perspective you can see what this person is like and I'll, some people are skeptical because thinking I'm staying with a stranger I don't even know who this person is but you get to interact with them online and you get to see who they are and you know it's it's not just going to some person's house blind without ever talking to them you know you want to make sure you're gonna get along with this person before you go there so make sure you do a little research and and talk to this person and make sure they're suitable for yeah. you but it's obviously you could just bounce too if, if you, yeah, yeah if they're different you could. and so people have asked me this question I think once or twice so why would they want to have someone stay for free so that's a great question uh, most of the time it's because they are either one travelers themselves that have traveled in the past and now they're not traveling and either they use couch surfing or they it's kind of like giving back it's like that yeah. karma thing like yeah. if you were hosted by someone on your travels chances are you'd be willing to host someone when you're not traveling or if someone is very interested in traveling but at the moment they can't travel by hosting a travel in your home it's kind of like traveling without going anywhere so when people host me, they, you know, we get to meet and we share stories and it's like, it's, like I said, it's kind of like they get to travel without leaving their home. They so. get to feel like they're on vacation maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're with someone who's really excited to be there. Yeah. And like, I, these are just some ideas that popped into my head. Like, that's kind of one idea that they get to be with, hang out with someone. Like, yeah. maybe they don't have a lot of interesting friends. So they want interesting people to, to hang out with, like genuinely. Yeah. And the other reason I thought of is people have said that maybe they want language exchange. Yeah, that's in Vietnam actually. I ended up couch surfing at an English school. This guy started. He he owns an English school where he teaches English to people who want to learn English. And I stayed with him, and I helped him teach his class English. So that was, that was really cool. It was a unique experience. Bam. And also, by hosting other people, you can build your profile points up or whatever, That's, so then it'll be easier to get accepted yeah. when you do travel. So if you have no references, it, you, know, it's, you, you want to get references. So a lot of people who plan on traveling, like you said, they'll host people so they can get good references so when it com comes time for them to travel they already have a list of references so people see they're legit and they're not a weirdo <laughs> mm -hmm. let's see I'm uh, now reading questions from my recent uh, AMA let's see if we could uh, 
Yeah, um, Where have you traveled anywhere else in the world? Yeah, so pretty much a big influence as to why I'm here now. Uh, I spent a week traveling in Europe in 2016 and it was a pretty crazy experience. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a challenge and it was hosted by Red Bull and it was called the it was called Can You Make It? Do you know Nick Nirov? Maybe. Nick Nirov did that, but I think it might have been in 2016 and he was like one of the top finishers. Yeah? He was from there from Vancouver. No, not Vancouver, but Canada somewhere. Nick Nirov. And he has a YouTube channel about doing Amazon FBA. Really? Yeah, he lived in Chiang Mai and now he's traveling other countries and shit. Wow. Anyways, he did that. Yeah. So it's called Can You Make It? It's a Can You Make It challenge where Red Bull sent 165 teams and each team was three people from it was university students so it was a competition with university students they sent a bunch of university students to travel through Europe for a week with no money just using cans of Red Bull to trade as currency oh, shit. and there was a bunch of different challenges and basically they flew me and two of my best friends to Florence Italy and we had a week to make it to Paris France and we had to stop at a bunch of different checkpoints along the way and do all these crazy challenges and honestly that changed my life and it changed my perspective and it was only a week long so it was such a such a crazy I traveled through six countries Italy, Slovenia, Austria, Germany, Switzerland and France in seven days Damn, and then yeah, yeah. right after that I went home and then less than a week later is when I started working that full-time job so you can imagine doing a crazy travel competition and that was my first backpacking experience. That was my first time really traveling yeah. like that at all. Yeah, yeah. Intense. Especially daily moving. Yeah. Like that, that intense and it was like, travel. It was like a race. Yeah, yeah. And High then, intensity travel. And then I started working an office job. So you can see why I was itching. Get in your cubicle, son. <laughs> That's not real life. Get back to reality. So I was dying to get out and go travel again and you know, video is something I was interested in so I decided to combine those two passions and, and here I am. But that, that challenge definitely made a huge impact in my life and that's one of the big reasons I'm here now. Let's presume they're watching this channel because they have some travel dreams, some travel visions. What would you say to those people assuming that they want travel to be part of their life? Do it. Um, a lot of people say, I wish I could do that. You're so lucky. Oh my God, that's amazing. I, I, yeah. just, the, the, I wish I can do that is what gets to me a lot because if you really wanted to do it, if whatever it is, whether it's travel or whatever you really want to do, if you really want it, you will make it happen at any cost. And if, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I want to go travel, I want to do this, do it. Just, just do it. Do <laughs> just, just do it! <laughs> Same for him as for me is it started off with a short trip that got the travel bug bite. So whether it's even a one week trip to yeah. another country or a two week trip, I did a two week trip to Thailand in 2013. That secured do, the travel venom. Do a little test run. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Do a test run when you're in high school during the summer or even when you're in college. Don't go to Cabo like yeah. everyone else. Don't go to Hawaii. All right, go to freaking South America or Central America or Asia or somewhere, you know, good distance away or freaking Kenya. We were there. 
uh, yeah, do do a, uh, a two-week trip, and I always recommend if you can, three weeks is better than two weeks, as the four-hour week four-hour work week says, T O O W E A K, because two weeks is such a teaser. In some ways, that can actually work to your benefit, because it because it'll make the, you want more. It'll make you right when you get back, like oh. I was just getting used to it. Yeah. Like, so that's what made us want to go back. But uh, yeah, whether it's one week, two weeks, or three weeks, or a month, uh, just do the vacation. Uh, yeah, do that. Book that like ASAP whenever you can. And then, uh, yeah, figure it out from there. This thing might have a thing or two to do with long-term travel. I don't know, maybe. Could, could, could not. Uh. And there's so many things you can do with travel. You know, a lot of people that see travel you know we post a lot of things on Instagram like oh look how cool this is it's so much fun but some people get travel like long-term travel confused with vacations and holiday because it's much different like what I do is not a crazy party every day like I'm I'm living out here mostly to experience another culture and live like I like I was saying a more exciting lifestyle so it's it's not all party 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 it's not all it's chilling on the beach it's actually figuring out how to make a living doing this but there's so many ways you can make a living and if you don't have an idea of how you can do it you'll find it if you start traveling like even if it's not online you can travel and work in the hospitality industry you can work in a hotel work in a hostel you can if you maybe you can learn how to be a scuba diving instructor. You can, there's so many possibilities out here that you don't even know because you're not aware of them yet. But once I started traveling, I realized how many people start traveling and then realize, wow, there's, there's so many things I there's can a, do for work. There's a lot of motherfuckers that have been out here for years. <laughs> yeah. They just think it's like normal. Like me, like I'm only three years into it. I still consider myself new, but like I gotta pinch myself. Oh my god, it's been three years? Like, oh my gosh. And I know someone that has done all those things. Johnny Abdi's done the scuba instructor thing. I know people have worked at hotels, uh, hostels. Another one is Teach English. You teach English is huge. And that, that was my original plan. Yeah. Until I found out on YouTube, which is my other major key that you guys are already doing, but share this with someone who doesn't watch YouTube. You know? uh, if you watch YouTube, there is someone out there who is living your ideal dream, doing your ideal career, making a living doing videos, making a living doing what you want to do. So good job by being on YouTube. Share this with someone who needs to. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Oh yeah. And then his point about vacation versus like long-term travel, it's a good reminder for people on my channel too, it's definitely uh, the, the travel lifestyle or the, uh, it's not like vacation all the time. Yes, if you are your own boss and you can have your own hours, uh, choose when you wanna work. I can't afford to have a lot of vacations per year. I can take, a I'm taking, uh, next weekend I'm going to Phuket for the weekend for a beach vacation, <laughs> um, but you know, everyone knows vacations are exciting, but it kind of, living abroad in general, just living out here in Bangkok around this mall feels kind of like a vacation because I'm in a foreign place 
Okay, I've been in Bangkok, Thailand for a couple years, but it's still every day you have that, it makes you, in the back of your brain, it makes you feel like you're in vacation because it knows you're not in your hometown. Like your brain is that much more aware. I see palm trees right there. <laughs> it, that just makes you feel good, you know? It gives you that vacation feel. You know, every, I'm cruising around Bangkok on my motorbike and a lot of the streets that I go on, I've never driven down in my, in my life. So that gives your brain that vacation feel. So the expat life is, you know, obviously I've met dozens and dozens of expats now who have been expats for years and a lot of older people who have been expats like for decades, you know, their whole life. The, it, that's, that's so exciting in general, just being, being based in other countries, whether it's only half the year, whether it's a couple months of the year being based in another country other than your home country, just that, and it, it doesn't have to be party every night, but just living in a foreign, uh, foreign city is exciting just in itself, even if you're just working at a cafe or even just working for a company in another country. That's another job is, let's say your company has an office in Switzerland or whatever, go do that that's going to be more exciting than your hometown, so good point. So I'm going to New York for two months, December and January, and then I already have my escape ticket, so I'm going to the Philippines. Mad props, yeah. mad props. Get that escape ticket ahead of time. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck in New York, yes. even though I know it's going to be great to see the family and friends, but I don't want to get stuck there. So yeah, I'm, go I'm going to the Philippines in February. I have a one-way ticket. I'm not too sure how long I'm going to be there. Ideally, depending on the visa situation, I have to look into that. I don't really know much about that, <laughs> but I would like to stay there for a few months and make more videos. That, that's what I love doing. That's, that's what I want to make my career. So we're going there, making more videos and you know, coming back to Southeast Asia. Um, I'm interested in going to more parts of the world. I want to see Australia. I want to go to New Zealand and South America is a big interest of mine. So oh, yeah. Ditto. I might, I might be uh, heading that way in 2018, but I'm open, I don't really have any plans, and no plan is the best plan for me, so. Exactly, keeping it up. As long as we can bring this thing, we are connected to the world of business, the world of commerce. We're connected to the economy here, and we can be productive members of the economy. This little thing. Oh, thank you, technology. Bless. Yeah. Thank you, computer. Thank you, Steve Jobs, for the iPhone. And thank you for cameras and everything. I'll be seeing a lot of you guys January 20th in Chiang Mai at the Nomad Summit. So that can be your excuse to come out uh, in January. That's how I got started three years ago at the 2014 October. Uh, Digital Nomad Conference in Chiang Mai, so I'll throw that in there for anyone that forgot, and uh, maybe see you in South America yeah. sometime 2018. Follow this guy. Click all the links all around your vicinity. Be clicking those links. Follow him on the IG. His IG is way better than mine, so. <laughs> anyway, Steve Yellow. You can get me anywhere. Links down there if you need it. Gracias, amigos. Luego. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and a review. See ya!